Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. What's up, monkeys? Welcome to episode 23 of the Live Wild or Die podcast. And on this episode, I'm basically diving into the history of Monkey 360, how we came up with the initial concept, going through manufacturing, some of the challenges and hurdles along the way. And uh, yeah, just kind of walking you guys through the process we go through on our end. It's, uh, it's definitely a combination of art and science, probably leaning more towards the art side. It's just uh, a lot of it's just going with your gut feeling and what you know feels right. So um, it also... Also going through it really, really highlights how challenging it can be to make things. Now I walk around, I walk through the world now looking at all these different things, wondering how they're made and uh, how challenging it was. So hope you guys enjoy and in our next episode, we'll get back to more training and uh, just monkey lifestyle, monkey mindset uh, chatter. So please enjoy and here we go. What's up, monkeys? Monkey Dan here. Welcome to the Live Wild or Die podcast. And on this episode, I thought it'd be kind of cool to walk you guys through kind of the history and product development of Monkey 360. Just kind of walk you guys through the initial concept and how we've gone through all these different steps to get to where we are now with with a uh, manufacturable item, which is way harder than I thought it would be back when we started this whole whole business and company back in which was 2013 really. But I think my, one of the biggest lessons learned so far is just making things is extremely difficult, at least making things well and in an efficient manner. So I'm just going to dive right into the history of monkey 360. So back in 2017, we were in the midst of trying to fulfill the monkey bars two Kickstarter, which we'd launched in 2016. And that was just such a, such a challenge to, uh, to say the least. But while we were in the midst of fulfilling, we couldn't help, but think of new products and just new ways to train that were super portable or maybe would work really well at home. So monkey David, who's my co-founder, good friend from college, we fought fire together. He actually was in the Peace Corps in Ethiopia. I think I mentioned that in the very first episode. But uh, one of my best friends, and we he really wanted to make a product that had something like a resistance band involved. And to be honest, I was I was kind of skeptical of it. I haven't I hadn't done a ton of training with those things, and uh, I just I was a little skeptical, but. What started to click for me was I'd done a lot of paddleboarding recently. So stand-up paddleboarding. So you're on this giant, it's basically like an oversized surfboard. And you stand on it, you have this long paddle, and you stroke switching sides. And it's an awesome core workout as well as balance and just you're out on the water. It's so much fun. If you haven't done it, definitely try it. SUP, S-U-P, stand-up paddle. Laird Hamilton did a lot of it. And... uh it's really, um, it's really blown up. So pretty easy to find, uh, rentals were pretty cheap. So I'd highly recommend it. But anyways, so as we were playing around with resistance bands and just these different modalities and ways you could interact with it, I kept going back to this kind of stand up paddleboard idea. So the stroking paddling motion. And then on top of that, I'd 
growing up playing lacrosse and hockey and even played in college. So rotational exercise was, was big for me. So it's something that I always, I'd always focused on having rotate rotational, excuse me, training in my workouts all through college. And kind of what started to click for me as well was, you know, you're in this very, most training is this very North, South, East, West type of training. You do very little rotational training, whether you're at the gym or even using barbells or, you know, more quote unquote functional training, CrossFit style training, whatever it is. Rotation is not done often at all, especially explosive rotation. And so that started to click for me, especially once we kind of made the very first rough prototype, which we basically just took a ball and attached a resistance band to it. Once I got that first rough prototype and really got to use it and saw how explosive and intense of workouts you could do with it. I just, I was psyched. And that's when that was kind of like that aha moment. So David and I will, will constantly pitch, pitch each other, different product ideas. And, uh, you know, oftentimes the other has to kind of lightly let down the idea saying, ah, oh, man, it's just, I don't think that's going to work. But Every once in a while, one there's that aha, that one we just we know it's going to work, and uh, Monkey Three Hundred and Sixty was one of those. So we were able to kind of rapidly do some prototyping, working with a, a student who made us some three D prints. So basically, what he did was, I think there was like, I want to say there was like twenty three D renderings that the student had made. So we got to see all these different shapes and grips and all these different ways it would be oriented. And we kind of picked our top two and then, excuse me, we made a 3D print. So a solid, rigid, hard 3D print of each of those 3D renderings. Got those in our hands and they were pretty good, but they still weren't what we wanted. We wanted, for the intensity of the workout, the grip needed to have this kind of undercut to it and also a little bit of kind of squishiness or softness. So you can kind of dig your fingers in, which in turn also gives that irradiation. So irradiation is tension from one muscle transferring tension to another muscle. So basically like if you kind of hold your hand loosely, if you take your hand, open it and then close it loosely, like you're holding like a ripe strawberry, you don't want to crush. There's not much tension going up your arm, but if you do the same thing, but you crush the strawberry in your hand, so squeeze your hand as hard as you can, you'll feel tension all the way into your lats, even maybe your your pecs a little bit. So that irradiation was something early on that we noticed and we really wanted to incorporate a grip that would, uh, elicit that irradiation phenomenon. So we'd gotten these 3d prints and, uh, tested them. They weren't quite where we wanted to be, but you know, it was a step forward. And what was cool as well is at the time we were in a space where we had kind of like a full on monkey gym slash R and D center. So we could be testing out products all the time that we'd come up with just kind of making rough uh, prototypes and whenever friends would come by or even like the UPS guy, we'd say, Hey man, you got to try this out. So we hand them the monkey 360 prototype and have them do a four minute Tabata and people freaking loved it. It was this new fun way of moving. And, uh, they were always like, you know, if you haven't done a Tabata, they were always pretty gassed. So it felt effective, but also it was forcing you to move in ways that maybe you don't necessarily do a lot of. So that explosive rotational as well as that jumping action, 
it just seemed as this perfect blend as a, a training tool. So the uh, early testing went quite well. And, uh, to be honest, it kind of sat on the shelf for a while. We launched pocket monkey in the summer of 2018. So a little over a year ago. And, uh, you know, monkey 360 kind of went on hold with fulfilling pocket monkey and just all kinds of changes we were going through. We both had kids and it just, it wasn't something, um, we had the time for, but Nonetheless, we still had those renderings. We still had the rough prototype. So we could kind of, we were in a position where we could kind of bring it back to life quickly. And, uh, once pocket was finally starting to get fulfilled and everything was looking good, I spent a day just kind of scouring the internet and I found our manufacturer, which, uh, it was super challenging because of the way, again, the way the grips made, it's not an easy product to mold. And, uh, we finally found a manufacturer that could do this complex shape for us. And we basically spent since December of 2018, we've been basically in constant contact with them. It was kind of fun. We actually, once we, I called them, talked to them on the phone. And then like two weeks later, we flew out to the Bay area, San Francisco Bay area in California, met for like a couple hours, brought a rough, brought our rough prototype. Kind of, we set up on a hotel door in the lobby and we're doing the workout and, uh, they could see, they, they saw how awesome it was and, uh, they were bought in right away. So ever since then, we've just, we've just been in this constant content, this constant back and forth, iterating, going through renderings. I think, I think David sent them like 10 emails one night going back and forth going, Oh no, wait, I got to change this. I got to change this. What about this color? What about this texture? But, uh, they've been very patient with us monkeys and, uh, gotten us to where we are today. So we have essentially a finished and ready manufacturing prototype. I have it sitting right here next to me. So the only thing I don't have that's official is the foam is what we'll actually use. The rubber is what we'll actually use the webbing, everything we 3d printed some of the plastic components just to avoid having to make a super expensive tool that we may end up changing. So what I have sitting here just has a few parts that are 3d printed, but Essentially everything else is ready. We've cut all the tools for the foam, the mass core. Oh, that's speaking of mass core. So I remember David calling me one day and he was kind of, he's kind of, he's really trying to pitch me on this thing, but, uh, talks about the mass core and I was sold immediately. So you guys will see it once you get in your hands, but you know, you're doing this, these very fast, aggressive movements with 360. And what's, what's interesting is when you start to add load, there's this deceleration strength training, trying to think of the right term for it, but basically you're moving this thing really fast. So you pull it away from you, you pull it away from your anchor. And then when you bring it back, you have to decelerate it again and then pull it again. So having that extra weight, you definitely feel it when you're pulling, but then there's also this deceleration element as well. So if you think of like inertia or momentum, you're having to combat that as the monkey 360 is going back towards the anchor point. So having that extra load helps. And then especially when you're doing exercises that have the low setup. So when you're pressing up and away, I think that's when it really starts to shine as well. So super cool feature that just fit perfectly inside 
the monkey 360 shape and it was just a cool um bonus feature to add to what was already an awesome product and then the bands that has just been a uh for those of you that saw we just did an update the bands has been uh it's just kind of a mind f going through it all you know i'm I'm testing these things out. I'm going, ah, oh, I think this is the right weight. And I, the problem is the person I trust to kind of go off of that is up in Montana. We have monkey HQ, Montana, monkey HQ, Colorado, or North and South, however you want to call it. But I didn't really have anyone to kind of bounce ideas off and back. So finally I got to what I thought was the right weight, sent those to David and, you know, we kind of talked about it and then we did this one more revision. And I think it's just, it's super dialed now. So again, it's all just, it's part of the process and that's the beauty of Kickstarter and crowdfunding. We can, uh, iterate in real time, get feedback from not only kind of the monkey elders, but we can reach out to friends that are local monkeys and, uh, get their feedback as well. So we can make the best product possible. But yeah, so I think the bands are super dialed. And then again, it's each, each training style has the according the, uh, excuse me, the companion band. So it's cardio are going to be the lightest hybrid is kind of in the middle core or heavier. And then tactical are the heaviest. So I think it's just going to be, uh, it's going to be awesome to get this thing in your hands and, uh, see how wild you guys get, but back to the tooling and working with our manufacturer and all that, we basically, what was so cool as well is we basically got to work directly with the people that are going to make this thing with their design team, with their engineering team. So we didn't show up with this item that was badass, looked cool, worked really well, but it was very complicated and difficult to manufacture. So for anyone that's trying to make a product, kind of the less to share lesson I've learned a few times now is there's design and then there's design for manufacturing. So there, you can get to this awesome, beautiful piece of art, but then when you actually go to mass produce it, it, it just, it might be a, it's not to say it's impossible, but it's a, uh, significant challenge. And for us, we've learned to work directly with our manufacturers and it just helps so much with getting a quality product and getting it in a much faster timeline and just being able to rapidly iterate and even expand upon capabilities that, um, weren't yet in existence. So for example, the Dynaforce bungees, we've added this elastic sheath on top of the rubber inside. So basically you can have a shorter band that stretches more. Whereas before, if the sheath on the outside was static, if it didn't stretch, you would be limited by the length of the sheath. So I'm pretty freaking stoked on that. And, uh, I think you guys are going to like it too. It also, a uh, little side benefit as you stretch the sheath, it, it also starts to add a little more resistance. So always, uh, trying to get you guys wilder, but, uh, so yeah, we're tools are cut. We're making parts and assuming, uh, you know, no major natural disasters or anything of that nature should be shipping these babies out in spring of 2020, which it's, I can't believe it's 2020 already. I have a, I have a, 13 month old little girl and 
time goes by so time goes by fast in general. I think as you get older, but once you have kids, time goes by way faster for sure. The fastest year, 13 months of my life. So if you guys have kids on the way or have kids, I'm sure you, if you don't have them yet, get ready. And if you do, uh, I'm sure you guys can relate. So that's a quick and dirty history of monkey 360. Thanks for tuning in. And, uh, Hope you guys, well, I, I, I got to thank the monkey community again for helping us get to a million dollar Kickstarter. It's, uh, you know, the first time it happened with monkey bars too, it was like, I just couldn't believe it with pocket monkey. I just, there was something I just, I felt really confident, but for the third time with 360, it's just, uh, we can't thank you guys enough. So thank you, monkey family, maintain the monkey mindset in all aspects of life. And monkey on everyone. Thanks for listening.